Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071 is celebrating Pride Month this month. This year's Ashley Rooks Pride Parade is going viral, and that's going to take place on the 28th of this month. Um, and we've created a new proud my talker t-shirt have you seen these guys mm-hmm. so, seen them you can buy them right yes they're on sale right now order by the 17th to get your shirt in time for the parade and of course all the proceeds from the shirt sales are going to go to twin cities pride all that info found at mytalk1071.com keyword pride yay are uh, you guys big uh bill and ted people you know, uh, yeah. I mean, no. I don't think I've ever seen one of the oh, movies, really? but it's trending right now because the new trailer just came out, and this is the third one. What I mean, are they just stoner guys? Are they? They go back in time. It's almost like a um, time yeah. travel. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like phone booth, right? Leap. Do they go in the phone booth? Yeah, they in a phone booth. Yeah. Oh, this sounds great. Well, this one is called Bill and Ted Face the Music. It's got Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter still trying to craft the song that unites the world. And they travel to the future and meet, like, um, prison versions of themselves. Oh. Whoa, like a scared straight angle. Yesterday was Bill and Ted Day. Because June 9th, a.k.a. What's wrong, Donna? No, I'm just reading it, and I don't know if it's safe for um, don't worry airwaves. About it. I mean, don't oh, say. Oh yeah, it. I know I that there's there's it. some innuendo they say. Yes, there, right? yeah. yes. So here is uh, the trailer for Bill and Ted. Twenty five years ago, you played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. <laughs> Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. You were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. We've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! <laughs> Take it from ourselves! But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. No way! How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, <laughs> that's cool. Don is cracking up I already. think I might watch this. You know what I think? I think seeing a, like, 58-year-old or however old Keanu Reeves is on play this role would be quite entertaining. How old is he now? He's got to be in his 50s, right? 50? He's not that old, but... Let me see. Keanu okay. Reeves. Age. Care to guess? Uh, 54. Guess? 55. 55. Oh, 55. okay. Yeah. Right. I think I'm rewatching it this weekend with uh, MC is wants to show it to his kids. Oh, fun! They were going to watch it last night, but I guess they decided to play Resident Evil Four. Mm. Now, has there been 
There, there were two Bill and Ted's. Were there two Bill and Ted's? Yes. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was the first one, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay. Then there was a second one. And now this is the third one. <laughs> if you do come across Keanu, worth noting, he is six feet, one inches tall. Hmm. I like that his girlfriend is age appropriate. Hmm. Oh. Just a side note. Just um, fun fact. I must interrupt this uh, no, program. What? I got to talk about another movie. I have to tell you what I'm seeing right now on Twitter. We are a, we are a fluid show. We live, oh, we yeah. breathe, we respond to the people. Did you see what Jeremiah sent us on Twitter? Not yet. He said, this showed up on my Facebook feed last week. It is a picture of the inside of a car and a snake coming out of the vent, the no, air vent. No, no, no. Yes, it is. No, Look at the picture, Donna. That. That's why I always check the toilet before I sit on it. No. That's, I know. That's because there could be a rat in there. Stop it. And this is a snake coming out of the air vent. Oh, sweet it, oh Lord in God, heaven. Oh, is that horrifying? That's traumatic. I would drive off a cliff. I would too. <laughs> I wouldn't want oh to. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Okay, is that the shot up in his. No. I don't think that that's a faked photo. No. It could be, but oh. Right. That's terrible. Okay, next time something like that shows up, don't tell me, okay? Now back to the show. <sighs> so I'm very excited surprisingly excited to see the king of staten island this is Mm. the pete davidson movie he stars as a fictionalized version of himself right with uh, marissa tomei playing his mom and i was reading a review and they say it turns out he is just a fine leading man he's loose and expressive he strikes a balance of uh, of sensitivity and drollness, which isn't the word what? that never tips. <laughs> he he doesn't go Sandler esque, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they say he does a he does a pretty good job. And I it, saw it him on looks- CBS Sunday Morning, and he seemed. Judd Apatow is the director of this movie, and mm-hmm. he was talking very highly of Pete Davidson's he was. comedic prowess. And he said, you know, most. Judd Apatow said he was telling Pete Davidson, most of my friends and I needed to make like 10 or 12 goofy, silly, overt comedy movies Uh before we could make the kind of movie that you're making with The King of Staten Island, which is, you know, more serious in tone, certainly comedic, but deals with some issues. And uh, yeah, I'd be I've seen him. Oh, gosh, I forget the movie I saw him in, but I was impressed. I was like, oh, that's not the Pete Davidson that I'm thinking of when i think of snl was he in the queen oh he you know what he was in um he was a roommate in one of a movie oh god was it the big sick i think that's exactly right okay yep because i almost said yesterday i don't think he was in yesterday but yeah he's fine i mean i think he's going about his acting career the right way and just taking these smaller roles leading up to this but I mean, Judd, Ap- uh, Judd Apatow's daughter is also in this movie. Maud. Her name is Maud. How much do you love that? That's cool. That's and then Have you watched Maude. Judd Apatow's stand-up on Netflix? I think I did, and I didn't no. think it was that great. I thought it was. It was fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was. I feel like it was a while ago. But you know, um, it, I just think that this movie looks like it has a lot of charm. 
I have no interest in seeing it. I'll be honest. I get it. I like but it. I don't I like want it. you. I want to support you. Thank you. No, you, you don't that. have to. Now, I really wish I want. Hey, I can hear you. Oh, sorry. I thought this was. Oh, hey, Donna. Oh, that hey, does sound what's fun. Going on? The things you um, said. I want to see it now, though. When do I get to see it? Hey, I don't know what the release date on it is. It's got to be soon. It's got to be soon based on uh, them Jason doing the saw it. He interviewed Judd Apatow. So oh, it nice. must have been. It must be. I think it's the 12th, which is this Friday, because I keep seeing okay. ads for it on. Uh, every commercial break on VH1 when I watch RuPaul's Drag Race is an mm. ad for this movie, yeah. which I think is another reason why I'm turned off from it. I get it. Because when you see so many ads for something, you're like, I don't want to. Leave you me can't alone. make me. Stop it. <laughs> Especially when it's scary. It's like, no. Um, but And I'm not a huge Pete Davidson fan. Yeah. Did you see his stand-up, by the way? On- no, I just don't really have, I don't want to be mean, but I just, he doesn't make me laugh. Me either. And I Which maybe, maybe Donna, that's why you might gravitate toward him in this movie because it's more, <laughs> it's you know, it's more serious. It's not like yes. over, it's not overt comedy. Right. Exactly. So yeah. all right, that comes out on Friday. Exciting. Uh, I also watched him on CBS Sunday Morning, and I thought they did a nice job. Is it, isn't it funny how he still lives? Well, he's very young. He still lives with his mom. He's yeah, not very young, but he's yes, twenty six. Yeah, twenty-six. I mean, I didn't move out till I was twenty-four. Hey, ain't no shame, right? Ladies, yeah. do your thing. No kidding. All right, we got studies to get to. I think uh, you know, Donna, you are you're single right now, which I think could make you sort of an expert on this study. There's a specific approach that they say works when it comes to attracting someone. So since you're very active in the dating arena. <laughs> We'll ask you if you think that this is bunk okay, or actually makes some good sense. All right. Okay. I'm on board. I can't wait. You're my wait. buddy. We'll be right We're back. Friends. Yeah, well, you're my All best right. friend. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna and Steve, producer Dawn, all at your service. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. I'm Donna. Hey, everyone. I'm Steve. And I'm here to (laughs) tell you a little bit of information that will make you smarter. You can agree with it or disagree with it. Donna, we made that pledge whenever we made our blood oath and mm. signed to come aboard my talk that when it came to studies, do you remember do you remember this moment? Mm. When it came to us doing studies, we would never force it upon the people. We would we would give them the information mm-hmm. and allow them to determine if it's right or wrong. Okay. Yes. You remember that, right? Yes, I do. Do you think that playing hard to get works? Yes. Todd, you do? Sort of. Have you done it? Well, I'm thinking from the other person's perspective. Like if they're playing hard to get, they become more interesting. Oh, to you. Yes. Okay, so you don't. I'm not playing hard to get. I am hard to get. Oh, there you go, Donna. <laughs> according to I'm just a new, kidding, I'm just kidding. According to a new study by psychologists at the University of Rochester in New York, I'm walking here, playing hard to get really works when it comes to dating. One of the researchers says, quote, playing hard to get makes it seem 
as if you're more in demand. Yes. And they call that having higher mate value. Yes. Or you know what else works? If you see like like an ordinary, okay looking guy with like a gorgeous woman, Mm -hmm. you're like, huh. Things that make you go, huh? Yeah. I think... I think that that intrigues people. Mm. It, it it almost gives them more value because they're with someone that you perceive as better. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's more to this. Another researcher says that people who are too easy to attract may be perceived as more desperate. That makes them seem less valuable, right. less appealing. I don't think any of this is like necessarily true personally, but I think it's all about perception. For sure. It's all perception. And you know what they say, perception is reality. There is such a thing, Donna, beware. Okay. Playing too hard to get. They found that if somebody comes off as you know just so uninterested it can seem a little arrogant then yes which can backfire yes so they say the the right approach is to be quote semi hard to get be approachable don't reveal too much too soon (laughs) and you need to eventually open up so that the other person doesn't stop trying and just gives up entirely right it's like uh it's like catching a fish. It's like, it, I don't like the games. Yeah, mm. I agree. You just want it straight up and down. Do you yeah, like me or don't you like me? Yeah, just be honest. Yeah. I hear you. You know, it, it does feel anymore. that someone's being, you know, you got to pull back if they act like they're not really in. It's, he's just not that into you. If he's not calling you back, he's just, then leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you go, all right. I know. I know. Some people just keep bugging someone. You know, repeatedly over and, and that, over again. That's You're not like, good. He says he doesn't like you. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't. I don't envy people who are in the dating scene. It's, it's tricky. The worst. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like: This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house. To the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And it's changing now with online dating, with Yuck. the advent of text messaging and yes. social media. Yes, it's just, there's a lot to, lot to consider. Right. And if you want to break up, just say, I want to break up. Don't just ghost people. Thank you. Can I tell you another way that men are different from women? Okay. Um, this is according to a new study. There is a battle of the sexes when it comes to wearing masks. Oh. Women wear them. Men don't. This is a study from researchers, at least in the, in the UK and California, Men are much less likely to wear masks than women, even though they are more susceptible to COVID-19. Why do you think that is, Steve? Well, I think men 
on the whole, are dumber. <laughs> and, and certainly more hard-headed <laughs> by, by grouped stereotype. You know, men think men, men don't even go to a doctor. We don't want to go to a doctor. Right. Women in their lives are always saying, you should go. It could be a mother, it could be a significant other, a spouse, a sister. Right. Whatever. You should go. You should go to the doctor. Well, let me tell you this. Um, it seems that men actually view wearing a mask as less manly and even a sign of weakness. Oh. Hey, guys, really? this just in. Yeah. Most superheroes wear masks. Oh, my gosh. You say that as I kid you not, as I look at this Batman poster that I brought up into my closet. And guess what he is wearing? A mask. A mask. Excuse me. What? Yep. Now? My closet, where I broadcast from, my home studio uh-huh, is a closet okay. and it's just i was like you know there's there are no windows in here there's just a bunch of fleeced things i'm looking at a fleece sherpa jacket i need something that you know sets the tone a little bit i love superhero movies i love the bright color of them i love that it's just fun and interesting so the other day it's like a 24 inch by 36 inch old school batman cartoon Poster. I'll take a picture. Mm, yeah. okay. Tags are okay. still on it, by the way. Of course. <laughs> so you have that hanging now in your closet. I haven't hung it up yet. I'll take a picture. He's right a starter, here. not a finisher. Oh, so really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can start things. Yep. I can convince people to do stuff, all of that. Um, anyway, but I think I'm going to litter the walls, turn them entirely colorful and postery. Oh, fun. All of them. Yeah, it'll be great. That's outstanding, Steve. Whatever. <laughs> All right, we're going to hey, come Facebook back with our question. Facebook question. Yes. What's something you uh, very popular that you purposely avoided? Don't, yeah! forget, don't forget about listener rewards, you guys. Okay. Oh man. This this month you can win five hundred bucks from AARP. Oh. Right. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. Get the app. Or stream online. Make sure you get registered. You can see all the prizes and listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. All right. Now, our Facebook question. I don't... I got to think about this one. When has there been something popular that you've kind of just purposefully avoided? You know, maybe you just thought, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to watch that. Now, now Don has done this, but for good reason, not for cynical reason. She's done that with Hamilton, which is... Going to be uh, coming to Disney Plus, I believe, right around July 4th. And, Don, you have intentionally avoided listening to the soundtrack or anything because you just want it to be a new, fresh experience. Mm. Yes. Now, my theater friends are all about listening to soundtracks in advance. Um, music Musicals oh, will sure. put out the soundtrack. They know all the words before they even go in and see it. It comes out July 3rd. It was supposed to be released in theaters next year, Mm -hmm. but they've pushed this up so that we can all enjoy it and stream it on Disney+. Plus. I haven't listened to any of the music on purpose because I want to experience the performance. Okay, that's interesting. I've done the opposite. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to ever get to see Hamilton, so I bought the soundtrack, and it's almost like listening to a book on tape. Oh, great. So, because the, the story is told through all the songs, and I love it. I was crushed whenever everyone else got to go. 
when it came through. I know. And I was like, but I was a theater major. Anyway, I wasn't on a special list. And I'm like, are people just going like half drunk and they don't even care? Because I'll take their seat and probably cry (laughs) my eyes out. Yeah. It was great. It it? was so stinking good. Uh, Especially especially, um, Acts 1 and 2. Before intermission... It's about as strong as a show as I've seen, where it was just like, whoa, that was cool, that was cool. I will say it slowed down a little bit after the break. Yeah. I thought it started with a bang and ended kind of like, just we could have tightened it up just a smidge, Mm -hmm. added a little more punch, but it was was really good, so I'm excited for it to, uh, excited for it to come out. I'll watch it with the kids on uh, Disney Plus and teach them a little history through hip-hop and spoken word and oh, nice. you know, the mind of Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's really good. Um, now, we have all sorts of responses on Facebook to the question, what's something popular that you've just purposely avoided watching? <laughs> Mallory says, I've avoided watching Frozen since it came out. I worked at Toys R Us at mm-hmm. the time and grew a deep hatred towards it. I get that. Hmm. I have never seen it either. Oh, really? Yeah. I Funny. Do you like animated movies, Don? I do. I think for me, it's one of the smartest written animated movies ever. Really? Like they, they because they pair. It's the first time that you see Disney, like really parodying themselves and the princess story. They they kind of take shots at themselves, and there's I think just some really wonderful writing throughout. And Josh Gad, obviously, has gotten a lot of acclaim for his take uh, his spin as Olaf in that movie and he's wonderful in it but I, I really like the writing I didn't really get like I didn't get some of it <laughs> like I was like I don't the story is just so mm. was this Frozen 2 you're talking about though Donna Frozen 2 you didn't like and my wife I agreed with you you Frozen did two. yes I watched it at home you're right and you're I don't right. think you saw Frozen I did see Frozen oh I did okay. I really liked it. I really liked the, at Epcot, they have a frozen ride. Oh. That's pretty fun. Is it cold? Sure, yeah. I mean, because you're out in the sun, and then you get inside in the cool, but they don't, like, make it cold in (laughs) there. Actually, it broke down several times when we were in there, so we were just enjoying the peacefulness. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so hot in Florida. Oh, my gosh. Disney World, that's where I saw Michael Jackson coming off Space Mountain. True story. All right. Drop it like it's hot. Um, anyway, uh, um, Stranger Things came in on the list. Mm. Just had no interest. And uh, Tanya says, just like Dawn, my husband and I were late to the Downton Abbey game. Watched it on Prime, Prime long after it was popular. We called it our British soap opera and we loved it. Oh, oh gosh. I'm on the last season, I'm, I'm thinking about even writing fan fiction. I love it so oh, much. Oh, gosh, wow. That's awesome. Because I, I don't want the story to end. I have to keep those characters going. Aw. Yeah, that's cool. such a dork. There's a that's lot of. Uh, no, fun. I think that's fun. Creative. Uh, Tiger King is yeah, on here. That's me. That's me. me I purposely too. avoided that. Fifty Shades of Grey. Me too. Whoa, Stephanie's, yeah. oh, you're not going to like Stephanie, Dawn. Uh-oh. She says, uh, the Hunger Games and Game of Thrones and Caps Lock, all video games. Oh. Oh. Sheesh. Okay. Harry Potter and Star Wars? Catherine. Okay. Oh, What's your problem? <laughs> no judgment. Oh, no judgment. Um, housewives, zero interest in rich women bickering. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> that is so true, because that's exactly what it is. I avoided Napoleon Dynamite for a very long time. 
because everybody was like, it's the best movie ever. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be influenced. I'm kind of like, if it's oversaturated with people saying, you got to see this, I tend to go the other way. I get that. Yeah, you dig your heels in. You want to be. Yeah. You want to be a part of the, the the first group of people who's like, oh my gosh, it's so great, it's so great. But I think we all have a little bit of that to varying degrees of, you know what, I'll decide if that's the best movie ever. Right. I'll, I'll choose. And our jobs are different than other people's. Cause True we story. Have, true. Yeah. A lot of Tiger Kings. A lot of Tiger Kings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Breaking this Bad. This is us. This is us. I kind of gave up on This Is Us. Whoa. Watch the first season. I watched the first two. Three, I three. Think. I think you got through. Three. I didn't finish the whatever the last season was. A lot of people saying Hunger Games on this list too. I really loved the Hunger Games, Did and you I, really? I'm excited to read that book. That oh oh goodness, does it come out? Is it out? Does it come out next week? Uh, the new Hunger Games oh, book, sequel, which is a prequel. The prequel. Yeah, I um, don't know. I'm Steve. excited to see that. I'm excited to see it. What? I can't be excited anymore. Alexander Hamilton. Cram it, 2020. Scram. <laughs> I have to tell you guys something. Okay. Um, so I have to. In, in a few minutes, I have to leave after this segment. You know, usually when I'm in studio, if I occasionally have to run in and fill in for Elizabeth on the midday news, and our reporter Kelly Hansen's on vacation, Liz is on a shoot. We're down people. We're short staffed, just like we are on radio. So it's a whole thing. Point being. I have an iPad set up uh, downstairs on the kitchen counter. I have a, I'm wearing a mic apparatus. I'm a, a mic apparatus right now. They gave me a ring light. I'm about to try to connect to actual television for the first time from my home with this really interesting setup that they have. I just don't know if it's going to go well. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say yet. I don't know if there if I'm going to be able to connect. I see no script written currently. Oh, what no. am I supposed to do? Just wing it? Yes, you're I a wing it kind of guy, aren't you? You can do yeah. it. Yeah, I, but I think I'm supposed to like toss to something specifically. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so, no, all you have to say is, back to you. D- well, here's the problem. Currently, in this moment, there is no script at all. Huh. Like nothing, nothing for me to even say back to oh, you no. guys. You can just say, um, and we have one of our very special friends that's going to tell us something very important. The good, Dawn. That's great. Or, and now this. Um, <laughs> Give us a sampling of what you uh, would normally do. If I had no script? If no, with a script. Like, give us a sample of like... Oh, what? hey, uh, Matt, Leah, thank you guys so much. Hope you're doing well. It's uh, the middle of the day on Wednesday. Very happy to tell you that we do have a brand new episode of Twin Cities Live that's going to be coming up today. Have you ever wondered how you could amplify your baked ziti game? Huh? No? <laughs> yes? Have we had this question? A little bit of banter back and forth, blah, blah, oh, blah. baked ziti, I love it. Well, we have a, a chef who's going to teach you a restaurant-quality trick that can take your baked ziti to the next level. Wow. And for, yeah, yeah. It's, just it's, it's good. Steve, just say that. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> say that. Doesn't and then matter. Make them scramble to make that happen well, this afternoon. <laughs> Here's the funny Fun part. Pranks. Today is a weird day for Twin Cities Live because at 3 p.m. there is a scheduled press conference from the governor. Oh. Yeah. Our scheduled time to go on the air is 3 p.m. You get where I'm going with yes. all this. But they usually are late. So you guys have to prepare a whole I know. show, don't you? We have to prepare 90 minutes, and we'll probably uh, not be on that long. Mm, okay. And then well, you just good. use that for the next day, right? 
Do you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. We and mm-hmm. then we have to do a full thing where we are shuffling and saying, "Well, we'll let this air this time, this air this time." Okay. Well, I you've had it pretty easy every right time now. the uh, the governor has to speak. No. <laughs> you make the he, drive in, right? And then you just sit and wait. And make the drive in. Um, but then sometimes he'll come to us at 3 o'clock. I mean, sometimes it feels like a very occasionally he has the timing where we think he, he's going to say Twin Cities Live is next. But other times it's 307 or 321 or 343 hmm. or occasionally, you know, like 404. And then we're just waiting and ready to go on. Um, but there's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Before you go, I just want to read this email mm-hmm. from Stephanie. Okay. And the subject is walrus. <laughs> Great. You guys watch the trailer for the movie Tusk. It's about a man forcing another man uh-oh. Into turning into a walrus. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh, what? I've heard about this movie. Oh, I don't know about this one. We'll see if we can uh, look into it and maybe uh, have it when we come right back. Uh, Steve, have a great day. Thanks, guys. I love you. Love you. Don't screw it up. I might. All right. We'll be right back <laughs> on My Talk 1071. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve had to leave a little bit early. Don McClain hanging out. Did you, uh, you didn't look for that movie Tusk, did you? I have looked at, I'm sort of watching the trailer without sound right now. Oh. Um, Justin Long is in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a Kevin Smith movie. Yes. If you just joined us, we've been talking a lot about walruses in the last week because. <laughs> because I watched a documentary on um on a walrus named Smooshy. And it was lovely. It's about her relationship with her trainer. And they have a very tight relationship. But he became a whistleblower, not Smooshy. Smooshy's a lady walrus. Mm-hmm. He, the trainer, became a whistleblower uh, for Marineland in uh, Niagara Falls in Canada um, because of mistreatment of the animals. So anyway... We got an email from Stephanie who said you have to watch this trailer for this movie called Tusk, where like this mad scientist, I guess, tries to turn Justin Long's character into a walrus. Oh, my God. How did this go under our radar? I've, I remember hearing about it, but I you just see there's so many movies that come out. It's hard to keep track of all of them. Um, Justin Long has a mustache like a walrus in this movie. I don't appreciate that. Haley Joel Osment is in it also, it looks like. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's by a, It's an A24 movie. They usually do some kind of odd movies. What is that? That production okay. company, A24. Okay. Um, Oops, sorry about but, that. But, you know... I, I love things that are weird and not just the same old story over yeah, and over true. again. Yeah, that's true. That's true, because how many times do we watch a movie and we can already tell how it's going to end Yeah, or what's going to happen? So the movie is called Tusk, if you want to look into that. I don't know. I want to tell you about something that I came across today that I was pleasantly surprised by. Okay. It's not a movie. It's just a story about Anna Wintour. Mm. Um, Have you seen this? No. Story? Okay, so she has admitted that Vogue... Her magazine, one of her magazines, has been hurtful and intolerant and not done enough to promote black staff and designers. Mm. So she put out this emotional note to her staff and um, 
Wow, it seems like she's really done some soul searching. She said, I want to start by acknowledging your feelings and expressing my empathy towards what so many of you are going through. Sadness, hurt, and anger, too. And then she said, I wanted to say this, especially to the black members of our team. I can only imagine what these days have been like. But I also know that the hurt and violence and injustice we're seeing and talking about have been around for a long time, and we need to recognize that. Uh, she just goes on to say that we've made mistakes, um, publishing images or stories that have been hurtful or intolerant. Mm. You don't really hear from her that much, right? No. Um, and this was in page six today. Yeah. Uh, she also says that um, editors I've worked with for decades didn't understand the immense importance of this occasion simply because they're not capable of understanding. None of my com- contemporaries have seen the world through the eyes of a black person and um, she wants to start implementing changes and acknowledging that there were um, people who maybe didn't she didn't do everything she could to see people um, advance right people of color advance under uh, her supervision so I just thought that that was worth noting today. It's great for companies to come out because I think this happens. You know, you, if you're listening and you're like shocked that this happened at Vogue, I think it happens in so many companies. I do too. And for people to be acknowledging now that they aren't going to be passive anymore. Right. Because if you are soul searching and you're like, well, I haven't done anything to harm somebody I'm starting to think, you know, for my own self, not to be preachy here. Right. But um, if I'm passive, then that means that I'm a part of the problem. Exactly. Exactly. I was just having this conversation with a friend uh, on the phone yesterday. She's really upset about the the concept of defunding the police department. She lives in another state, too, by the way. I don't I am. I've had a hard time understanding what that means. I'll be honest with you. It means, um, I looked it up this morning, actually, because I was interested, too. I think the gist of it is taking um, money that goes to them from a city's budget Mm -hmm. and placing it elsewhere. Okay. And social programs and things like that. So Um, it's not about abolishing it. Some of them are talking about that. Some cities are talking about that. But I think the term defunding just means not giving them money from the budget and using it elsewhere um i have to do a lot more listening as a lot of us do Mm so i'm just trying to listen you know so i was talking to her about that she's all upset about it and you know saying like stupid things like you know don't you feel that people of color have come a long way and i'm like no i mean yes (laughs) Right. But no, not, not far, as far enough. No. Yeah. So it's just, we just have to keep these conversations going. Um, I know Oprah's got that uh, yes. discussion going on. I forgot to record it yesterday, but I believe there's it's part this, two. This uh, second part is on um, and on the own network and then some of the discovery channels. Awesome. So I'm going to try to check that out and just, you know. Listen, try to learn like something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just try to learn something. So mm-hmm. I'm sure um, there's going to be, you know, a lot of programming kind of dedicated to this stuff. We're already seeing people take, remove programming. Mm-hmm. That is that. 
kind of offensiveness. Right. That shouldn't be there. So that's a step in the right direction. But, you know, I don't know. Have you ever read The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison? No. No, but I really like her. Oh, you will love it. It's actually not a very long book, but I highly recommend it. Really? It's been a number of years since I read it, but it will really touch you. Oh, I'm going to put it on my list. The Bluest Eye. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us like what it's about? It's about a little girl who does not want to be black, essentially. And she wants to change herself to not be black. Um, It'll break your heart, but it's it's so poignant and well written. You will understand the psychology of this so much more after reading it. I mean, we cannot ever be in, you know, as white people, we can't ever be. We can't ever actually really know, but we have to continue to listen. Right. And to have these conversations, like you said, and try to understand. Yeah. And try to empathize. Yes. From, you know, someone else's perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to change the subject so abruptly, but I see that the naked poll that we took yesterday (laughs) did not go in my favor. No, it didn't, Donna. It looks like um, because you made the very bold statement (laughs) that most men want to be naked in their homes. They enjoy it. Yes. Especially single guys, I bet. um, Oh, so not showing it off. Okay. Oh. Um, So so do the majority of guys like to walk around naked? I put that. 60% 60% say no, and 39% say yes. Liars. I don't, I mean. Lies. Um, some of the. That's pretty high, though, 39%. You, so, that's pretty high. <laughs> um, I do like some of the answers um, that I got. Uh, like Stubby J says <laughs> that he's more of a Pooh Bear type, and he is more about not wearing pants and just a shirt. Okay, but, you know. I call that um, Pooh Bear. Oh my God, it's so I cute. call that Porky Pig in it. What does that mean? A Porky Pig, the the uh, the cartoon, cartoon character, character doesn't wear pants either. Oh, so I'm he like, doesn't. if you don't have pants on, I call that Porky Pig in it. Oh my Some God, some people that's call it funny. Winnie the Pooh in it. Oh, so that's what he means by that. He just keeps a shirt on and mm-hmm. walks around with no pants on. Yeah. Okay. Very cooling. I you know? like Stubby J. Yeah, but, you know, Steve did have a point about sitting on the couch yeah. after yeah. somebody else. Because I did that once on a, at a nude beach. Oh, my I God. I bellied up to the bar, and I sat on the bar stool. And How I go, dare you bring this up right at the end of the I show? I know, I know. Top of the show tomorrow. Right, we're talking fine. about Donna at a nude beach. Okay. I wasn't nude, though. Okay. I was wearing a bathing suit, but okay. I shouldn't, still shouldn't have sat on the bar stool. <laughs> All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We're going to go have a healthy lunch. You guys do the same if you want. You don't have to. All right. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.